0: You are now locked into the Bunt, the number one podcast in skateboarding, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding. Oh my fuck, y'all got them fucking like been two, been
1: been two been been five
0: get them <laughs> yes, sir. Fans. Off the Wall since 1960, motherfucking six. <laughs>
2: Drop that bitch And now, live from Studio E, The Bunt with Safer and Donovan
0: Welcome back to The Ends you are now listening to the ZT Gang, the bunt. I'm D Jones. He's the ghost. As always, we got Ants One behind the scenes. It is a cool is thing. thing, still. And this week, I can guarantee you the episode is going to be as hot as the ghost wildcard takes last week, baby. That's right, baby. 4 0, oh, you get me.
2: Pat Burke, you get me. Legend, still. Yo playoffs uh, we got we got the rundown we got post office we got p burkey
0: we got everything this week baby you just made him a new nickname p burkey let's uh let's see how he likes it man who knows <laughs> make sure to follow us on instagram at the bunt live like us on facebook at the bunt and get your emails and voice notes into the bunt live at gmail.com you don't want to miss an episode man but if you did head over to the bunt and check all the old ones all your favorite skaters in one place baby real shit and yeah we should probably
2: drop some clothes on the website soon too man it's been a while
0: i think we got a one two kicking around anyways man the people ready uh, stay tuned you get me man. yeah we got clothes coming you know what time it is the ghost shout out of the week baby yo
2: shout out of the week eh yo i gotta give it to none other than young legend uh chris weimer wimmer don't know how to pronounce your last name
0: probably weimer but,
2: but either way clean as fuck uh nice ass kid he probably doesn't remember but met him in montreal i am getting paid he's pro now so congrats on that i guess it's been a while but um just clean as fuck man the whole Lawless zero part. video yeah the zero video has been tight to finally see it i know it premiered forever ago um shouts to our
0: boy the chief man still he, doing yo, it. he's still fucking popping too, he's crazy man. That's
2: inspiration him and the boss man forever um but yeah two
0: asterisks the what do you oh yeah uh, For, okay yeah, yeah.
2: the chief i don't know if you're gonna hear this but what was up with using tosh's song from on video where i swear you even have commentary on how gnarly he is when he's like a kid there's certain songs and parts that are so like classic and memorable that you feel like the song should never be reused i know it's been forever but that was definitely you can't it, touch a, that song again. a weird feeling yeah hearing that song but at the same time he was the part was so good and it worked well so you forgot about the song
0: kind of no it the first the 30 song seconds is so good
2: the first 30 seconds it's like what the fuck, and then the part keeps going and yeah. it sounds good and you're like ah okay maybe i'll give it a pass but uh
0: no it doesn't get a pass but you'll still watch it yeah yeah okay i guess that is the pass
2: and then the other question mark was the um the, like no big comply, spin, big heel, big no spin com- heel no comply yeah. you're too clean and for then that a switch front heel
0: down like yeah, so that clean could have just i would have rather seen you 180 <laughs> but yeah yo love the part man congrats on everything so like we said we got pat burke in the building young legend slave gang bunk gang now switch tray gang too oh, hell this yeah. guy's got it all one of the nicest guys in the business our new homie
2: yo even sent us wall boards his new pro board
0: dude those were like next day delivery too i thought he, must have ordered those off amazon prime and pat he, burke man yo crazy
2: yeah the amount of boxes we've asked for for like shit like that and that one i think that might have been the first one that actually came when it was like the half joking ass. Oh, that's
0: why it's going on the wall man pat burke all over studio we know
2: before we hop into the interview um anyone who's a big fan of pat burke probably knows he had a crazy life and a little rough stretch we left that out and just wanted to keep it a little lighter and funner. But if you want to read up about that, Jenkum did an amazing interview. So, uh, yeah, don't be let down. If if we didn't touch on some of the stuff you wanted to hear about, just go check out Jenkum. Uh, let's get into the interview.
0: Only one thing left to do, and Pat Burke would have no other way but this. I'm heading to the fridge, man. You drinking yet?
2: No, but I'll go grab a couple steamies. Let's get this shit popping, yo. Canada's premium pilsner, Steam Whistle, the only buzz.
0: There we go. We got Pat motherfucking Burke in the building. What's happening, dog?
1: Nothing much, man. Just hanging out in Richmond, Virginia right now. Okay, how's the weather down there? Oh, it's nice and nasty uh cold and rainy November, and uh just stand inside right now. bide my time,
0: and same with us man is that e s t time zone as well?
1: yeah, I think so. same one as you guys,
2: okay, that's why it's so dark over there too. I'm used to like the jealousy of calling those west coasters, and it's like three Pretty hours easy. earlier and sunny and warm
1: yeah, no, none of that going on over here, but uh should be good uh, soon. I'm buying uh, all sorts of uh, little insulation for all my pants because it's getting cold out skating in winter.
0: <laughs> Long John season, eh? And yes,
1: it is, man. You got you to gotta do that on the East Coast.
0: <laughs> so, you know, you've listened to the show before. We start everyone off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate and sports moment.
1: Good question. Um, favorite sports moment. That one's easier. I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia as a kid. And uh, this was in the 90s when the Atlanta Braves were the shit. Okay. And I remember going to those games as a kid. I live in Fulton County right near there. They were, uh, when they won the World Series in 1995, that was a fucking awesome time being there. And, that was uh, a
0: serious team, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were good. Greg Maddox, I remember seeing him, pitcher. And uh, just going with my dad, that was a really cool time. So definitely highlight of my sports, uh, definitely right around that time. Shit, they even had the Olympics there the next year in 96. Uh that was cool, but it wasn't as cool as the Braves game. <laughs> <laughs> and uh sk- favorite skate moment. Man, that, there's there's a lot. I'd probably say uh when I was a little kid, I got uh sponsored by uh Osiris rep flow, I remember. And uh we, we were skating this uh it was like a four-stair sidewalk, and this guy was uh he was like a Osiris rep, and uh he got us to do uh <laughs> It, it, it was crazy. He was uh, he was trying to, like, at, at his kids, it, we were kind of like surfers, skaters. And uh, I remember after um, he he got me to do a kickflip down this four flat, uh, and when I landed it, he started sending me Osiris uh, shoes after that. And uh, <laughs> and I remember, it sounds like a little deal, but I remember as a kid, like, I quit basically sports. I quit fucking surfing, all that shit. After this, I was like, fuck yeah, Osiris. <laughs> and pinpoint, point, like, changed my whole, like, future, basically and skated from basically then on it was a good moment man Land that kickflip at below gap
2: shout out osiris man mitch yeah. P texted me because he posted a throwback picture and he has a huge osiris shirt on and i was just laughing at him and he's like osiris for life
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah i was always wearing this big yellow uh t-shirt with just the giant osiris sign yeah. like some goofy lanyard with those pants oh, that yeah. like the pants that ripped apart yeah they had some cool
0: 90s swag <laughs> So sick.
2: Guy Kanfen with the big yellow tees
0: For sure. Man, everybody used to draw those Osiris logos on their binders, in their lockers. Nobody can lie. Uh, yeah. So, sick.
2: so you grew up in Atlanta. How did you first get into skating?
1: Um, That actually wasn't until um, when I was nine. I moved to Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. And my first... My first friend in Virginia Beach, this kid named T-Raj, he, uh, he was like, hey, you want to come over? Let's skate. And uh, he's like, you got a skateboard? And I remember lying. And I was like, yeah. And, I, and my brother had this like old real skateboard deck, uh, this board. And uh, so I took my, I stole my brother's real skateboard and I started skating with these kids down the street. And from then on out, uh, we just had a little neighborhood crew and uh, we skated every day from that point on. Yeah, that's basically when I started skating in Virginia Beach when I was like nine or something like that.
0: So tell us a little bit about the VA Fleezers crew. Who was oh, in VA it? VA Fleezers.
1: And y- you guys still repping or what? Fuck yeah. VA Fleezers for life. <laughs> I uh, It was really... Uh, it's funny. Yeah, me and my friend Justin White, uh, a.k.a. Whitey, uh, were the ones that started it. And I, I think it was me that came up with the word Fleezer. It still doesn't really have a definition, but we liked it anyways. And... Uh, we uh we had a crew, it was me, Whitey, uh Sned four five six, my friend Lloyd, uh, did we had a little crew, Latell <laughs> Harris, uh the the it, it was like this Virginia Beach is like like I don't know scene back then. And uh what was cool is it got it got us like motivated to go on these skate trips and we always had like a montage of that we wanted to put out at the end of the month. So it gave us like this goal and I swear, uh the VA fleasers was awesome and uh you know, if, if you didn't have like a good clip in the montage in December, then you were like, all right, I want to get clips for the next one. And it kind of just get, got everyone motivated and all the homies wanted to get in it. And uh, then we all go back to Whitey, who was the he was the editor and filmer. And, uh, you know, he, he did the website stuff uh, for it. And uh, he, his his house was where everyone was hanging out. But yeah, V.A. Fleasers was awesome.
2: So clearly you're returning mad heads with the V.A. Fleasers. But uh, what was your first big break in the skate industry?
1: First big break was uh, when Jamie Thomas came to town. Uh, I remember he was, it was like the circa, circa era around, you know, like the early 2000s. I think, I think uh, that there was like a shop at, in Virginia Beach that they came to for a signing. And uh, my buddy Lloyd gave uh, Jamie my footy tape. And uh, I remember being all nervous. Like I in Virginia Beach, when you grow up, you don't see like pro skaters from the videos, like in person and stuff. And I remember being like really shy and like, whoa, this is kind of trippy seeing these people in person. Like I think in California, you know, people see that shit on the rags. It's kind of normal, but uh, not so much. And I remember my homie gives him the footy tape, and two weeks later, he gave me a call uh, and let me know that uh, they were gonna start sending me, flown me zero boards, and uh, it was like a, and and that was that that was fucking awesome. So sick.
2: Was it like classic sponsor me where you had your phone number at the end?
1: <laughs> uh, it probably yeah on the on the tape on the uh, like a little piece of paper on top of the VHS yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> They need to bring that back, man. Your part in radio television introduced you to the skate world. It's probably the first part that most people saw of you. Let's talk about the intro real quick. How pissed off was that old man you knocked off his bike, man? We need the whole story. Oh, God, that was so fucking funny.
1: (laughs) Uh, We were in Houston, Texas and uh, at that same spot, and uh, I was trying to do the kickflip over him, and before he rode by, and actually there was actually a try. Uh, he he rode by one time when I got I got close over him, and and my friend Matt Winterberg the filmer he actually talked him into going back and riding again, and so we, we, he was like okay yeah he made it the first time he'll probably land it this time, and so then he does it again, and and as you can tell from the footage he definitely <laughs> ate shit yeah. and. Uh, this guy was shook. And the best thing, there was these, these like 15 like bums sitting on a bench right by there. And they're all, welcome to Texas, motherfucker. <laughs> and, 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 and just like, everyone's like, he couldn't help but try to laugh. But then this old man, uh, yeah, he got all scabbed. I think he cracked his helmet. Thank God he had the helmet on. Uh, he ate shit, man. People that don't skate, they don't know how to fall, you know? And uh, he, he didn't want us to use the footage, but we did it anyways.
0: Of course, uh, man. Yeah, how could he not? Okay, so you, actually,
2: you knew he was coming that explains everything it seems so loose yeah but it's yeah, so funny yeah. to
0: get him to go back and then that happens
1: like fuck he was
0: probably so cheesed
1: yeah oh god i think i think my friend Winneberg said something stupid like hey if anything happens i'll jump off the bridge it was like a, over a bridge into the water or something stupid like that and i think after it happened we all look like matt like what's gonna do matt <laughs> he didn't do that shit <laughs> uh but oh god we were we were hysterically laughing leaving that spot of uh one of those kind of like this shit doesn't happen often <laughs> moments
0: man that intro has two <laughs> funny clips the other one where just like you try to ollie into the bank into Shits creek man that shit had me cracking up too
1: oh god I, my friend uh tyler brick he sent me a photo of that spot like three weeks ago i think he just found it and uh it is still shitty and shitty of a creek as ever. <laughs> Just three inches of sludge. Yeah. Uh, but too good of a spot to not try. Yeah, that was a, a fun one right there. I don't know how I made it. <laughs>
2: Did you do it after you slammed in it with the shit on your yeah, head?
1: Yeah, yeah, same day. I think I think that's why I had to take off the shirt. I remember getting the clip with no shirt on because uh, it was fucking covered in some fucking sludge combination of shit. <laughs> But yeah, some tight little corner afterwards. But uh, yeah, if there's a will, there's a way. That was a dope <laughs> clip.
2: So you said originally you were getting flowed zero stuff, but when your part in radio television came out, obviously it was with Slave. Um, how did that whole thing shake out?
1: Yeah, that was uh, my lucky day. Uh, I remember uh, Ben Horton was an artist that was, uh, he did so many of the good old zero graphics and mystery, even or whatever. Uh, for for years and uh he got his own he started his own board company through them uh slave skateboards and uh it was at like a perfect kind of moment where i was kind of like stranded in no man's land of like should i am i getting on zero am i uh what am i doing but i was standing at black box at that time a lot and uh and then the, it came at like the perfect time of uh where i had i hadn't really concreted gone with any either of the companies and uh went to uh uh they they decided to just put me fully on then so I went from, like, flow to on the team, just, like, re- the day one they started. So and sick. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I remember, like, it was a big deal that, like, Mumford and, like, Schultz had quit label for it. And I remember it was, like, I remember just thinking, like, an Alley quit zero for it. And I was, like, John Alley was on the team, which is my, like, favorite skateboarder. Uh, so it was, like, I was kind of, like, one of those humbled opinions, like, whoa, seeing my name in, like, the same list of people, of like, dudes I looked up to, you know, like. It's, uh, that was, that was a good fucking, I still fucking love this company. So that, yeah, that was, that was a big break. Probably around, like, 2007-ish, I think. Sick. Was that weird
2: within, like, the Black Box family that Ali quit?
1: Uh, dude, uh, probably so. I I think he got, like, a pay cut or or something. He was definitely doing it for the love of, like, you know, something he he believed in, uh, because I know he I, I think yeah something he, he was definitely took like a little pay cut or something by doing it uh, i'm not sure exactly you know but i know he fucking he did it uh because he was stoked on what we were creating and he's a crucial part of it you know he had a fucking i mean i, I basically everyone i know I fucking respects that dude yeah he's the god for sure mm-hmm. Fuck. fucking kickflip legend i used to live at the skate park and i remember uh I'd crack up. Some days he'd be there solo and I would like watch like by the outside door and he'd just be skating solo and kick full back lip the flat bar and he'd do it over and over again (laughs) and he like every single time like the exact same style and way and perfectly and I was like this guy's a fucking genius. (laughs) Uh, Just just skating solo, kick full back lipping by himself. Yeah, he's a fucking boss. Uh,
2: His part in radio television was so fucking sick too.
1: Oh God, yeah, I know. I've I rewatched it the other day. Uh, the pigeon, the pigeon incident. <laughs> I remember that shit in the intro. Uh, to he's a fucking maniac. He did that line. There was this last trick where he kickflip back lips the rail in like Washington or Oregon, and then he kickflip front boards another one. And I remember, or it was the opposite way. And he kickflip front boards this like ten stair rail, and it took him a few tries to do that. But then once he landed that, he kickflip back lips the next rail in a in a line first try and mm-hmm. it's like that motherfucker had it like that and uh the og kickflip in dude uh it's serious uh, no one done it like that So I'd, got, I'd say chris weimer's the fucking the second kickflip in guy i've seen that's like got it like that true 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 and G. uh another virginia legend
0: so we've heard a lot of stories over the years about guys living at black box and working there at the same time what was that experience like for you
1: uh living at black box was awesome man i mean we we would get you're you're basically essentially living at a skate park and then on the other side of the warehouse it was this gigantic warehouse where fallen mysteries you all that stuff was out of and you'd work there for money to to fucking you know uh just pack boxes boxes and ship them out for them and so you know it was just like the coolest job but you're also skating the whole time you're doing it so i mean i remember just like fucking you're doing 360 flips as you're working uh and uh it, it was just a fucking awesome situation.
2: Mans was on point.
1: Yeah, I remember. I remember my my fucking flat ground being on point at that time, and uh, it, it was fucking awesome.
0: So we've become pretty good friends with the guy who lived there as well, James Hardy. Oh Were yeah. Were you there at the same time? He was living there.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, he was a beast. He would skate the eleven stair rail by himself. <laughs> i'm not not kidding man he'd be like in there barley grinding it by himself like a fucking beast man <laughs> there was some night i remember uh like fucking that this irish guy connor lynn was in town and he uh i think he was he was he was drunk drunk and he was breaking people's boards and i remember hardy's <laughs> board got focused too it was out in the hallway and i remember hardy like Wakes up and like comes out, and I remember like he's got like no shirt on, and like it's like, Who the fuck broke my board? <laughs> and I remember Connor Lynn just like was like, uh-uh. <laughs> I ain't saying shit right now. And he's like, Just like walks back to his room, like, Yeah, yeah Hardy was a fucking beast, man. Uh, nothing but respect.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't want to fuck with him. Fuck now. Especially back then when he was probably bigger than. It's a big else. body, hell fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, he is.
1: <laughs> Bama, baby. Yeah, I've been there, man. that's a good place. Ben Gilly was another one of my favorites from Bama.
2: So we heard that at one point you were living in California with four roommates and in kind of a sketchy house with no electricity and water. How long did that last?
1: That was a fucking good time. That was near the fucking end of my time in California. Uh, I'd say the last two years uh, I had a friend named Joey Dudu and me and him, fucking we're both, we're both kind of <laughs> stranded in California. I, I fucking wanted to get the fuck out of Long Beach. He was just living in his car. And uh, then two of my other friends kind of needed a place to stay at the same time. And so we, we found this cheap house in Vista and uh, we ended up like, you know, it was cheap, but, you know, we had a lot of people there. And so then eventually people started moving into the garage. This fucking dude, we didn't even know his name, him and his fucking girlfriend move in. And I mean, the girlfriend, like, we, she, we didn't know she was going to be part of the arrangement. We're just like, oh, wait, less money for rent. And then we've got this, this dude coming and going, who we don't even fucking know, him and his fucking homies. And then his girlfriend just lurking, eating all our groceries all the fucking time, just chilling. <laughs> and we're just like, who, who the fuck are you? And, and then bills stopped getting paid. A fucking electricity water went out. I mean, I was like, the best way to describe it is like this fucking bathroom uh, where, that they all used. Uh, I swear, the, the, the tub was so old that it would get clogged and when you take a shower, the water would rise up to your fucking knees and it would just sit there kind of all day. It wouldn't like go down, it'd take a long time Uh to go down. And so whoever got the first shower was, you know, good. But the the last few, you just had to chill in the muck or not take a shower. at all, And so those were your choices. And so you can imagine the morale was low. Uh, But uh (laughs) yeah, I fucking, I went home to Virginia with this one-way ticket near the end of that time. And I remember I didn't even plan on leaving or like I, I was planning on coming back in my head, but once I was back home and then I remember being like, do I really want to go back out? <laughs> I was like, fuck, yeah. fuck it. And I just stayed out in the fucking East.
0: So was it mostly <laughs> the knee high water in the shower that caused the move back home or what else sparked it?
1: Uh, all sorts of shit. I mean, it, it wasn't really planned on. It was kind of just like, that's what felt right at the time. You know, I was all kind of fucked up at that time, but, uh, it was, uh, it, you know, it, it leaving, uh, it, it's kind of like this people, places and thing things thing where I just want to get like a new place and then uh, different people. And it kind of just like helped me like change my fucking ways at the time, you know? And it, that was definitely a crucial part of just changing environment uh, for me because whatever, you know, it, it wasn't always bad out there and shit, but the way it got near the end, it was like, I just wanted to sh- change up my shit, just refresh reset the whole shit and uh that's that's fucking coming home definitely helped that shit that's for sure I'm, I'm still here i love it nice how long ago was that that was like december of 2016 it was like right around the new year's time or december yeah of 2015 when i moved and then uh uh from 2016 on i've been here and uh it's uh so it's it's cool to visit out there i love it and uh but i like i love and even on the skating aspect once i figured out like the way, like, dude, with all these guys in Richmond, like, bus crew and, and all them, uh, they, they'll they go on these trips every Sunday, and we fucking, we, we get it done out here skate-wise of, like, these cool-ass spots in, like, Baltimore, D.C., you name it and and Richmond and like it, it, it's like all refreshing and new to me I feel like so much shit would be overblown and blown out out just fucking spots gangbanged by Niger and all these fools out out west that you're just like <laughs> fucking it just takes the fun out of it and you're like you're just like fuck that suck and and then you get it back here and it's like it, it feels I'll find new shit by myself that no one's touched and it's like refreshing to me it gets that like spark still there and uh so it's 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 I don't know I fucking love it being back here
2: Oh, that's sick, man. I can I feel like I can relate. We just went to Barcelona a couple <laughs> months ago, and I felt the same way. I was yeah, like, that got to you, eh? It was sick to see all the history, because I'd never been there before, and be like, oh, sick. Like, that went down there. But yeah. then as far as doing something yourself, it's like, yeah, there's nothing left. Yeah, like,
0: this thing has I been, been torn. <laughs> can't go anywhere, man.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, it's sick to see that shit in person. But it's like, fucking, didn't like somewhat Trent McConnell kick back nose blunt that outledge or something? probably. The one? Yeah. Maybe I'm making that up, but I've s- you've seen like every trick on that like switch flip crook, fucking switch Yeah, someone did like to.
0: fakey switch back nose button on that thing. Yeah. Insane. yeah. Max Jonesy, legend. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah,
1: speaking of gangbang, that that fits perfectly into it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Barcelona's been gangbanged as well.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes it has.
0: Add it to the list, man. God, yeah. Trying to trying to fucking
1: do your own uh, original mark and that kind of shit is uh it, yeah, that's a challenge. <laughs>
2: This is a uh, random, but what was behind that voicemail? Some extra crispy beef between you and Mike Sinclair, I'm assuming. Oh, and it's like the intro on like a YouTube part. I don't even know what video it's from. It
1: definitely was not Mike Sinclair. It's my friend Mike Brick. And, uh... Oh, yeah. it was it like a to No, no, it was like
2: a Tom Yeddo thing or something. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, I so put,
1: I don't... throw Sinclair under the bus. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely not Sinclair. Uh, I, I don't think I'd talk to him like that, but, uh, me yeah. and my friend Mike Frick, he was the guy that, uh, films and edits those footage party videos. He owns a skate shop called House Skate Shop in Vista, California. He's one of my best fucking OG friends. Fucking, uh, uh, I guess, uh... I was uh, sending him some uh, very drunken uh, hate messages, (laughs) and and one night, I don't remember what I was so pissed about, but it was some creative difference where I was like, take me out of the video, fucking basically just a complete asshole, and and I think, (laughs) so he got me, I was like, he's like, I don't know how to do an intro for your video. And he's like, but I do have an idea. I was like, go for it. I was like, don't tell me. And so at the oh. premiere, he fucking uses the voicemail as the background for my intro. <laughs> yeah. God, my ass. I was so savage. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. It
2: was, uh, it's, it was like, it was like uh, yeah, Ronnie Krieger, but it was like, Menic Medic intro. Like, so gnarly. <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> yeah, just a lot of shit talk. But uh, yeah, that was a f- instant karma right back in my face. Yeah, pretty good.
2: But, yo, that was a sick part, man. Like what video was that from? That
1: was from this one called Footage Party. And uh I remember that was uh that that was cool, man. That's the homies out in fucking northern San Diego, uh uh fucking Mike Brick, Kurt, and all my friends, uh they, they got a little crew going on, that house skate shop, and uh we started kind of just making our videos and like it's kinda like I found of it was like my, my form of the VA Fleezers out west kind of thing I got going on and it was like that we had a cool little thing going and uh he's still doing it to this day man and it's it's i'm stoked for him like of uh he's got a little crew and they make videos on the regs and uh yeah footage party that was the first one i think it was was like like i remember Rowan zorillo was in it fucking me my friend peanut mike we had we had a whole little crew and uh it it was it was sick that he's still doing it I, i get psyched every time he sends me a new one in the mail
2: yeah that was dope underrated part underrated video because I mean we hadn't heard about it but Mm -hmm. YouTube that people listening I don't even know what to type in though I just typed your name in footage party (laughs) it says okay
0: so we heard a story about you getting released from jail and taken straight to a pair of back to back 10 stairs two questions what were you in jail for and how'd that session go this
1: is very true Uh, that was I was juiced uh, that was with my boy, uh, Whitey from the VA Fleas days. And, uh, so, uh, we were at, I was actually, I did a. I uh, I was, I was in there for five days, uh, for a DUI. And, uh, we, uh, <laughs> it's funny. I was actually, uh, I was in this like block of like 39 dudes and we actually had a, I had a friend in there with me. Uh, this guy Chewy, he let everyone know I skated. So I was known as Tony Hawk motherfucker. In the block. <laughs> yeah, at first I was Kurt Cobain motherfucker and then I was became Tony Hawk motherfucker but I got out and, and fucking uh, then uh, I remember just thinking the whole five days just like of like I could be skating I'm blowing it what the fuck am i here all this shit and just thinking clearly I wrote I had one piece of paper front and back of uh, uh, in a pen to write and the whole time I'm in there the five days I just wrote down spots and tricks I wanted to do. And uh, I literally had to start writing in, like, size 8 font, like, just the littlest font, <laughs> because I was utilizing all the space on the paper. And, and then when I got out, like, literally that morning, I remember I'm, like, coffeeed out, and I'm just, like, ready to go. It's, like, they, they let me out really early, like, 6 a.m., and that day, like, by 10 a.m., we're at spots. And uh, and I got that, like, switch 180, back 180, and I think the montage that's in is, like, 2012-ish uh i think that whole set of clips that we got was within like five days of each other i was just juiced when i got out of like you know fucking this is what i want to do fucking you know and uh it was that was that was a good time
0: straight to the sets yo i like it that's some fucking that's a you wrote made some trick lists while you were in jail too but your jail was high school (laughs) Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> that's what Sapo was always about is trick when we were in school. Oh uh, Yeah, you gotta, you gotta write down a list, man, that makes it official. Good way to kill time, that's for sure.
1: Fuck yeah.
2: Yeah, that was like... Uh, oh, Freddy. That yeah. was like Big Freddy straight to the demo from... Calling
0: from... the 1-800 number from <laughs> yeah. Alien Workshop. So,
2: word is that you're obsessed with making over skate spots before you skate them. Like weed whacking, <laughs> uh, hedge trimming, leaf blowing the whole nine yards. What's the deal with that?
1: Dude, I actually just saw, I drive by this one uh, handrail I've been talking about trying to skate for years every day. It's uh, it's it's right down the street from my house and I just noticed today that it needed a good leaf blowing. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, because it, it needs to be skated soon. And uh, I, I, I fucking, I did landscaping for years and, and I still have all the tools in my shed. And so when we'll go to a spot and there's shit everywhere and fucking weeds and everything i'm like hey well i can just throw my weed <laughs> whacker weed in my car and all this stuff and i'll spruce it up and uh the the, the, the leaf blower backpack that thing is the bee's knees right there <laughs> of uh that, that really gets the job done uh and so uh yeah definitely definitely got some work to do but that's what's cool out here is man i'll find some shit and it'll be like So most people will look at it like dude that thing's a piece of shit and you can kind of just throw a little work into it like have an idea and you can make it a reality <laughs> <laughs> just takes a little you know elbow grease yeah,
2: you know, every skate crew needs the one homie like you who's just down to go above and beyond to make spots skateable. oh yeah, yeah. the extra step
1: my new one is this guardrail and and I found like the bolt where it takes off the guardrail and and it got like a sawzah in the trunk. It's like you got you got to <laughs> fucking have it be creative and my homies are good at the bondo. It's like you out here like shit ain't perfect, so you just got to make it as long as it's skatable and uh not going too steep barrel with it, you know, like of like fucking fully <laughs> building the skate spot, but like it's fucking it's cool. I'm just cleaning it up. Yeah, just cleaning yeah, that shit up. A little more picturesque. Buscrew
0: homie told me that he's rolled up to a spot before and he's he's thought there was a maintenance guy working there and it was just you prepping the spot
1: oh yeah this is definitely he he was cracking up uh yeah he, he was just biking by and uh, as i was just chilling I'm, it's at this like elementary school and i'm i'm weed hitting like the whole shit hand out right by the spot and then blowing (laughs) off and what's funny is it's like it's still open and there's people there and they just assume I'm the fucking landscape guy (laughs) (laughs) and and he's biking by and he's got his camera and he fucking he starts just filming me in like a bush down the street as I'm just doing a weed eating this building And, and and he showed it to me later like dude I caught you that shit is hilarious Oh, that's so good. Yeah, just put on like an orange vest and people just assume you're the landscaper.
2: Oh, did you you put a vest on?
1: (laughs) I didn't, but I should have one in my car. Yeah, you should. Yeah. No one's like a question it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No one's questioning that because who the fuck would want to just blow leaves? We we show up if they're not getting paid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We definitely have these orange cones too, and when you just put them in a parking spot, say it's like a rail that goes into a sidewalk that goes into the street of we'll put the cones in the parking spot like in front of the rail and people just see orange cones and they just assume like fuck i guess i can't park it's there it's legit yeah <laughs> and so like always having a set of orange cones is always helpful for wherever spot <laughs> orange vest orange <laughs> so cones Sick. yeah just go to lowe's
0: tomorrow genius <laughs> So, the switch tray gang is a real thing, and the ghost takes his pride in his ranks. Where do you think you slot into the squad? You've dropped some serious switch trays in your time and deserve a spot. I'll let you guys hash this out. <laughs> Ooh,
1: that's a hard thing. I got B. Wenning at the top of mine. His was fucking boss. I remember yeah,
2: he's at the top of mine as well.
1: He's got that fucking, that. what was the one at uh the the, the bank spot in Brooklyn Banks? That, that shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going ahead and say that was one of the fucking sickest Switch trades of all time.
2: Especially because of the time he did it. It was like God. ahead of the game.
1: Fuck yeah. But
2: my favorite one was the one over the can at Love. Mm-hmm. It's Oh, shit.
1: Yeah, doing that off a bump too is not easy. Like, imagine like no, Switch. No, not
2: that one. Not that one. Like, off the ledge. It oh. was like Kalis landed on that and fell. Just watch this photosynthesis part again. He starts a, no, it's a single, I think. Mm-hmm. Or does he do a trick after?
0: No, I think it's a single,
2: but the the camera guy's moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he just switch trays off one of the highlights. Oh, over
1: okay, the over the trash can gap. Okay, I see. Yeah, I know yeah, he's yeah. That. Oh yeah, but it's it's so
2: butter. No, I but think yeah he does
1: nollie heel in a line. I think. Fuck yeah! So those...
2: you got a spot for Pat? Yeah, Pat. Pat's a switch tray. Um, here we go. I think drum roll, please. Definitely not like a normal dude. A corporal? What it? Yeah. Probably like a sergeant. Sergeant. Switch tray sergeant. Not a, not a lieutenant? <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever is like really high, but not the absolute top. You know? hey, hey, I'll take it. It's respect. That, 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 that upper echelon's got to be saved for the weddings and stuff. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's true. But Pat, hey. you're definitely definitely in the gang. Hey. watching all your parts today. I mean, I already knew you were in the gang, but re-watching everything today. And in that, that part, the footy neighborhood or... Footage Party. Footage Party? <laughs> Footy Neighborhood. That's the new name of the video. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not, uh, <laughs> Rename that. Foot, no, Footage Party, you had two sick ones that I'd never seen before.
1: Dude, that trick is classic. I, I, I fucking, there was this big four in, in uh, Virginia Beach, and I remember just, like, uh, learning that one. I remember there was some, like, America commercial of Reynolds, like, switch alling up with this trash can at the Long Beach stage and then switch oh, train over a yeah. trash can. Yeah, yeah, and I remember yeah. being a kid and, like, watching mm. that, and I was like, I got, I'd gotten close to landing them before and it was like, I was like, I'm gonna learn this shit today And like, dude, I swear I like that trick almost better than regular sometimes of like it just feels fucking right
2: That one's locked in my mind too. That was so stees the switch all the up and TX did it on that
1: as well Fuck yeah, that was that was a crucial clip right there. Just a little one, but
2: definitely Yeah, was, I watched all yours today, and I, I feel like we we have the same foot setup for them and uh here comes the camaraderie i like it <laughs> no i just was wondering if you ever wobble out when you're riding up the. <laughs> oh and, fuck yeah we both kind of put just our toe on on the front so like sometimes i just if i'm going to i need to tighten my trucks if i try them on something fast oh yeah or else i'll just like wobble out before i even pop
1: that, that's the whole trick is like, It's like figuring out how not to do the wobble right before the end <laughs> And and if if
2: it's so easy if you don't wobble exactly
1: if you just calmly like just have that toe in that corner and the scooping and just (laughs) like just calmly fucking throw it to your front foot then it works but if you have any wobble and it goes so haywire (laughs) straight
2: up yeah I'm jealous of people like uh, Johnny Layton I don't know if you ever seen him in person or or D yeah their front foot's so on the board that there's no chance of wobble so it's like I feel like it's easier in that situation.
0: Yo, Johnny just dropped that insane one. House of Vans, Philly. So beast. that was fucked. You know exactly what time it is. Your chance to get a box, baby. The one and only CHPO brand, Doing it for the people all the way through season 10 again. And this is one of our favorite contests. Sometimes we like to keep it nice and easy for the people.
2: Y'all know the drill. It's a race this week. First person to find the Bunt logo on the CHPO brand website. Get there while you can. CHPObrand.com. Get there quicker than a cheetah chasing a Thompson's Gazelle. You dig? Send your screenshot of the logo on the website to thebuntlive at gmail.com.
0: Tell us about the time you and Gil almost got into a fight. Supposedly you focused Gil's <laughs> copy of Into the Wild and he retaliated.
1: <laughs> oh, God. This is the fucking pillow incident. They uh, uh, Yeah, I remember uh, we all slept. There's two bedrooms and Gil's in one. I'm, I'm in the other one. There was like a bunch of bunk beds. And uh, I remember one night, you you ever had that shit where a DVD menu keeps on looping? You watched it before you went to bed and then you you go to bed and there's only a fucking uh, like a 30, a 20 second loop of a song
2: and the song makes you want to kill yourself or someone <laughs>
1: yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. To... Well, in and, and that DVD, it's this Eddie Vedder one and he's just <laughs> like, and it's, it's it's fucking, it was looping for like, it was like, and it got into my dream memory. It was like, just like, I remember waking up like, oh this needs to stop and so i got open the dvd and i just focused it in half and then i went back to bed and, and then i didn't know it was like his or anything and and then the next day he was like yeah it, it, and word got around like pat focused your dvd and and i remember me and jamie Tenzoni he had gone to like walmart and gotten some like new uh like pillow like comforter and like a pillow thing for our beds and, and, and he, I come home and he's got the pillow and he fucking cut it in half
0: <laughs>
1: with scissors like like touche bitch this is equal and, and <laughs> instead of like it's so fucking funny looking back then I go like find him like did you do this to my pillow <laughs> and start screaming at him and I think I'm like holding a pillow realizing this is fucking hilarious but uh, uh, yeah the pillow incident was fucking hilarious looking back much much love for Gil. That's so
2: sick. Yeah, that happened to me one time, but I didn't focus the DVD. It was uh, in, sh- in Shanghai last year with my buddy Mitch. He's one of those guys that needs to <clears throat> watch something to fall asleep. So he would put Family Guy on, and then it would get to the menu. Oh, God. And think about that the theme song dun,
1: loop. Dun, dun. Uh,
2: I wanted to fucking kill him, but then I'd wake up from jet lag at 5 a.m. every day to that. And I
1: actually wanted to choke um, him out. Oh, uh, out. Well, next time, uh, focusing the DVD does the job. I couldn't, yeah, <laughs> I
2: couldn't do it, though, because we were both staying at my friend Johnny's house, and it was Johnny's DVD, so I couldn't like focus the host's yeah. DVD. Well, it if, you, if, you, at all. if yeah. you did do that, yeah. he, would,
1: he would just have to cut your pillow yeah. now. <laughs> and then it's done. Fuck.
2: <laughs> Speaking of Gil... There was a time he actually got you in a sticky situation. Oh, yeah. Sorry, he got you out of a sticky situation with the cops. Oh yeah, you were handcuffed and yeah. put in the back of a car. What was the whole situation
1: there? Oh god. All right. The, yeah, Gil fucking hooked me up there. Um, he, he he. What you call it? So all right, there's this there's spot in Richmond, and I fucking still got my eye on this bitch. It's a fucking <laughs> inter. It's a it's in bet- the media and in between this these two interstates. And you go off the, the ride up literally. There's cars zooming by you on each side, but it's like this ollie into this bank. And I've stuck it like fucking four times, and and you just like you you only get three tries before the state troopers pull up. Some fucking good good Samaritan calls the cops on you, and they show up. And uh, but we did it one time on like a Friday. And then that we the, the state troopers came and one of them was kind of cool like he like pulled up and he like stood up at the top with me. There's a clip clip where he's like looking down at it and he's like, I was like, hey man, just one more try, we'll get out of here, yada yada. The same spiel I always say, and he fucking uh, then I got one more try but didn't make it. So then 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 we were kind of like, well fuck, all right, we're gonna go back the next day. And so we go back. And then the same two state troopers pull up and there was the good cop, bad cop kind of situation. But the bad cop was like, all right, well, we told you never to come back. We're going to arrest you. So I'm going to arrest you. And he had like to be a man of his word and try to like scare me by putting the cuffs on me. Like that was the fucking first time I had cuffs on me and shit <laughs> and fucking. And then but then Gil comes up and he goes like, hey, man, he talked to him real calmly. And he goes, this is uh, I live right down the street. Here's my address. He goes, hey, we will not come back here. He, he and then the cop even goes like, well, I've got your address now. If you come back here, I'm going to be showing up at your door. And, and Gil's like, that's t- perfectly fine. We're not going to be back. Just give me. It was Christmas Eve too. I remember. Oh so We used my. that. Like, and we we're like, all right, it's Christmas Eve. You don't want to fucking. We don't want to have him in the booking cell. And uh, and I remember just like then we we're kind of like all right well we'll come back the last week before Nightmare Van comes out of like <laughs> like you know fucking and run uh, have our exit plans like planned out and everything and it's still funny I have to drive by there every day and and I like I still like I'm like Ooh, uh, I want to go back to that bit <laughs> yeah. but the repercussions are definitely like you got cops and like you got one or two tries and it's fucking it's a good one.
2: Hey, man, Gil might get arrested for you. It's all good. <laughs> I know. He'll <laughs> have
0: some space tripper in his house his one day course. like, wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so your part in Nightmare Van was a certified barn burner. Were you hyped on how the part came out?
1: What's up? Oh, totally, man. That, that's one of my favorite parts in history or, or parts for uh, my my history of like, because it just means uh, it was a good one of like, it, it's like I got really refreshed on shit. Like there was this switch hard flip clip in there Done this 10. And uh, that was like the first clip I ever filmed with Will, who is uh, up up Will that basically films, edits, does all, all complete control of like bus crew stuff, and uh, and I remember we from that point on I'd always known Gil but like uh, and I knew Ty Beal, uh, and and John Rowe a little bit but like from that point I remember we started like skating a little bit more and more together. And then just from that point, uh, they, I think they had the video thing. He was like, hey, you mind if I use your, your clip in the video for, like, you know, a few clips in, like, the homie section kind of thing? And then we just started skating together so much that the clips started getting more and more that we were kind of like, oh, well, it'll be a short part. And then it became like, oh, well, fuck it. Duh. Let's have a part. And uh, it just, I don't know. It, it, I'm, I'm, like, so much more refreshed on skating, skating all this new East Coast shit like I was talking about earlier. And uh, that one is, like, the first, I don't know first kind of time being stoked on like where i'm skating at and who i'm like this shit in a while it feels like of like just i love that east coast shit it brings it back home to me
2: well it's sick because you're an east coast guy but most most of like your skate career was all california stuff totally sounds like you weren't even too hyped on that and then now we're getting to see you back home putting it down
1: no, it's fucking definitely. It definitely you forget that shit, you know. And it's fun. It's fun going out there too. But like, if it brings you back to that roots kind of shit, and that that's like the the coolest feeling. Uh, as long as you know, we'll fucking keep traveling up down the east coast, finding that that spots until you know. Fucking, hopefully, I think you can make make some out of it, man. There's a whole bunch of shit untouched here.
2: Hey, man, we're gonna we're gonna come meet up, man. Hopefully, twenty twenty, because we're trying to do some east coast trips as well, up and Sick, down the man.
1: coast, anywhere near DC. We got you.
2: Hell yeah, that's, that's high on our list because our buddy Burls, shout out to Burls, I know you're listening. <laughs> the goat. He lives down there. But yeah, yo, that was the first footage the skate world got to see from you in a long time, man. Like the last shit I remember before that was uh, probably you backed up the big homie James Hardy in the decline video. Yeah, oh, true, yeah. Blue.
1: Yeah, it wasn't too hyped in that part.
0: Yeah, it was, a, it was a short one. Good clips, but short. You but, were battling uh, some injuries at that time, right?
1: Totally, yeah. That, that's a shitty feeling of just like, uh, yeah, like just being hurt to uh, then having like a few months to film a part, and you know the other the other homies are just like full swinging. So you're kind of like just like fuck. I remember just being at that premiere and just being like fuck. Like had all my friends and I was like, uh, I fucking hate that feeling. Uh, so it's kind of like I think with the new one with like where it's like just like I don't want to feel that feeling again. Like let's fucking come through, just try as hard as you can. Then at mm-hmm. the end, you know, you fucking tried as hard as you could and there's nothing you can really do. Um so uh no man that 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 shit's cool. Uh, I'm so stoked on what Will and, and all the busker dudes out here have got going on. It's it's it makes shit all fun for me.
2: That's dope. Yeah, that was a a long hiatus though. What was go- what else was going on like injuries between then and now?
1: Fuck. Uh r- recently I just had one uh but uh, between that, that th- those two times, I mean shit, for a bit I just kind of was fucking uh, living in, in Virginia Beach back by my parents and just like just fucking working a shit ton and just like Kind of skating I'd skate on the weekends like do do a trip every like Sunday or whatever and like work Monday through Friday All that sh- kind of shit and just like kind of off the grid but like Virginia Beach I think I tapped it out too hard that like once I started dating this girl in Richmond and going up to Richmond a bunch and skating there It was kind of like all new and way more spots and like a skate scene that was like kind of thriving more and, like, uh, once I started skating uh, more up in Richmond, then I started skating, like, a whole shit ton more. And uh, that kind of just, like, I don't know, turned up the fucking the pace of the amount of skating that I was doing.
2: What's up, bro? You had the front three heel sequence in your Jenkum interview. But uh, you saving that one? It wasn't in the part.
1: Wait, it's in it's in the new slave video.
0: Ah,
1: yeah, they, dude, it should be out already. The DVDs are just sending oh, it. Okay, pre- it hasn't dropped. It pre- I was like, yeah, yeah it because in it,
0: that interview, you say that the slave video is coming out in October,
1: and it premiered on October fifth, um, and oh, and okay. they sent it to Thrasher, and now it's been just like it's kind of like. I think it's my theory is that like the Skater of the Year thing's coming up, and so everyone's dropping those fucking Skater of the Year end of the fucking year videos. Right, so we yeah, gave right. it to him like a month ago, and they pro- or like a few weeks back. I don't even know the exact day we gave it to him, but it's like just probably like they've got, probably got so much content that it's like yeah. fucking coming out. But uh it, dude, I swear, I I, I texted him last week. He's like, should be out sometime this week. So uh I know any day it'll be up on on Thrasher site. Damn, it's we
2: should have like waited till after this like. Yeah, I know a dash of footage coming out It's crazy Oh
1: god I know It's like Baker 4 is premiering You know that shit's gonna be crazy Fucking mm-hmm. uh, Like in well, I then... got the
2: link We could text you the link right
0: oh. After this man hey, oh, hey, son, I fucking... don't think the boss will be too happy with you sir. Yeah oh, my man. <laughs> 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 I mean yeah. it's obviously gonna he's be a online He's a bands guy now too he's, uh, he's, a, he's like family to us And It's hey. a bad look
1: Hey, no, no, we'll... He's just going to be on way. the internet <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> any day now. It's all
0: good. You Fuck yeah.
2: But, yo, yeah, I was hyped to see that sequence because I forget what part, but you, like, land on a front three heel on a gap and, like, Baker maker it. Speaking of Baker. God,
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, dude, we we used to joke with that trick of called the uh, Osama Spin Laden or the hootie and the blow flip. I do this other one and... Uh, <laughs> And so we we like, we like would, like, signature that trick, but it was always so hard. I, I tried that one in, like, the nollie full cab kickflip, and those two tricks were so fucking hard to, like, ride away from, like, clean. And, uh, yeah. yeah, getting that recent front three heel one was, uh, yeah, that, that trick's really fun of, like, of, like, it's every time I would spin front side heel flips, they would kind of, like, sometimes go 270 just automatically. And So then, if you just throw a little bit more like fucking oomph into it, then you just like it would go the full 360. But like riding away like straight is was always difficult. But uh, mm-hmm. um, nah, man, I was stoked to get one of those Osama spin laden
2: <laughs> oh, more like the Osama spin PJ lad, man. Oh, yeah, he definitely oh, yeah. was the OG I like with that, that one. Remix. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's hey, the other one you just Dutch master Delaney's got a little fucked-out heel in him, did too. That shit
2: uh what's the other trick you just mentioned what's the crazy the, thing? The, the, and the blowfish the hootie oh. and the blow
1: flip oh blow what's flip. that one uh that's the uh nollie uh or wait, what you call it that one was where i would do like a nolly tray flip but then i would like turn backside 180 oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> i you do that on flat like a nolly burial flip really? rewind looking thing
0: well, that sounds nuts <laughs>
2: looks like ass oh,
1: it, it definitely looks like ass it was uh i think we were just cracking up of like all right we got to try to get one of these stupid ass tricks on film <laughs>
2: yeah yeah you did one of those and then a switch tray revert right after is
1: yep cool. <laughs> Funny, <but> yeah <laughs> shit. fucking goofiest tricks ever but uh hey they fucking it's it's tight i don't think anyone's uh cornered the market on that one yet <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, uh unfortunately fucking Luan Oliveira does the switch tray reverts.
0: Yeah, he does. Like I don't oh, know if he's done one in a part but
2: he always does them in Battle at the Barracks and I'm just like, God damn, I'd rather lose that's a than hard do that help.
1: trick. Yeah. God, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I, I I remember like, yeah, it's like with the Nolly inward heel flips, like I'll demo Junior and those fools would like do it with the back seven eighty. No, that's and, the oh, worst yeah. trick ever. And and yeah, I I gotta say, anything, the ghetto bird, all those ones are all just a gigantic disaster. Kevin of, Romar, man. of hot,
2: he loves those. Kevin hot Romar chocolate That's such a good nollie inward, but it's like just stop doing the back 180. It's just not innovative. Don't. and cool. It's funny though because like the switch
0: shove revert. Does that get a pass now? Yeah, fuck That's yeah. The, sickest the Stevie, trick ever. Yeah. yeah, the Stevie is fucking. It's the classic. only revert you're accepting.
2: Ko, the, the worst... Tiago's
0: one in dime was insane. Yeah, that was full switch insane. shove. Maybe even more than a switch shove.
2: Yeah, yeah the, the worst one that I hate is. Uh, I hate to call him out, but I can't even remember his name. The guy on Primitive who's tall, he just turned pro like uh, a few months ago. Merrick? Yeah, maybe. Really tall homie who's like insanely tech, but he does like the Nolly inward heel body varial to back five o. You know what I mean? Like kind of lands huge. in like
1: a Suski or something or five o. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I know what you're talking about. I saw I saw that clip.
2: But he basically just does a nolly heel body varial to back switch back five o. Oh, switchback five o. But it's almost like he—I don't know if he thinks he's doing a nollie inward heel revert to switchback five o. But it just looks like a nollie heel body burial. Yeah, it just looks it like does. shit. Anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. When you start getting into that body <laughs> burial territory, so it's gonna yeah. its kind of a fucking no man's fish land of like you don't know if it's gonna suck ass or not.
2: <laughs> yeah, nah, but I, I, I love for that dude because I like all tall skaters because. We just feel for them because we're tall, too, and it hurts when we all fall. So it's a brotherhood, you know what I'm Yeah, like, back that. Like 200-pound skaters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Winter weight skaters. Yeah. So the bus crew guys are known for their weekend warrior missions. Can you give us uh, a memorable story from being on the road with the crew? I'll try to pinpoint one. Um...
1: They, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the whole thing. It goes every Sunday, fucking trip. You meet up early in the morning, then we go about, you know, two, three hours to either D.C., Baltimore, Charlottesville, Raleigh, all those kind of surrounding cities. And that, that shit really puts, like, a motor on it. As for, like, a story, um, I mean, shit, I can't think of a too good of one, but, uh, um. I mean, we'll, we'll stay up in these cities till, like, you know, it'll be, like, midnight before we leave. Some, and, and most of these fools, you know, we're, we're all fucking working. It'll be, like, a Sunday night, and we'll be in Baltimore till fucking 12 midnight till someone's trying to finish getting their trick. And then you got a three-hour drive back. Some fool's going to be at work at 5 a.m. So it's, like,
0: oh. and, and, you
1: know, like, or, like, it's, like, shit like that. Like, we're, like, we're doing it for the love. And then, but, you know, it's, collar, like. man yeah exactly and like that's what keeps you thriving throughout the whole fucking Monday through friday if like you're just like thinking about all right and then then this next sunday we're gonna do this i wanted to get this one this that and that whole like it just keeps it the motor running on it though and it's cool that's what's up man yeah as for one story i can't pinpoint one that's good enough to tell a story about but uh they're all pretty fucking awesome
2: (laughs) so you're back in school these days doing some um architecture uh how's that going man
1: That's cool, man. I fucking, I've always been in that kind of shit of like, I was always good at math for some reason. And, uh, it's like, this is kind of like a creative outlet for that kind of shit. And, and so I'm like halfway done with it. And it's, you, you basically, you draw a bunch of house, you basically draw a bunch of design shit on, on computers of like architecture wise and there's a bunch of like, you know, you have to get the right measurements for everything and all this kind of stuff. But the way I see it is like, I can build skate spots with this bitch. And, and, like, I, su- <laughs> I swear to God, there, I can, there, there's this one app where I'm building stairs for places, buildings, and it has the different types of handrails on file. Like, I'm like, I just chrome oh, rail, so- put chrome rails on everything, <laughs> and, and just marble ledges everywhere. And, like, I don't know, it seemed like a good way to, like, I was tired of just making jack shit on my paychecks, and, like, uh, from some of these jobs I'd be clocking in at. And so I was like, all right, I want to try to do something to beat the beat the odds and like they figured doing this would maybe get me a better check and so that's basically why i did it and i got it covered through the government pay wise 100 percent. and so it's uh it's pretty cool man I, I fucking i hope i be able to actually put some chrome rails on some shit one day that'll, that'll be, <laughs> be cool to see the the reality of the end job of this
2: dude that's so sick <laughs> i hope
1: so you that gotta make beast. one
2: that's super tiny so by the time you're like done and actually designing and into your career you still have enough like Pop
0: to get on it a little mini rail Yeah, or maybe a little handicap joint off a ledge.
1: Oh, completely. I still want to be skating when I'm fucking old. Just doing flat ground tricks, all that shit. One of my good friends, Shane Henry, was like, he's older than me. I was like, what age do you? Uh, is it hard to uh, start to, to like, like basically hard to stop start skating? He was like, for me, it was around age forty-two when I just couldn't pop high anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> so man. I got ten years till then. So fuck it. Sure.
0: <laughs> fast approaching for us too man i know so you killed it in nightmare van we got our eyes peeled for the slave video but what's next for pat burke fuck
1: man i can't stop dude i, I just want to keep on fucking i just want to keep on filming shit like i i've been hurt for the past two months with uh i had to get a surgery my I, we, last last clip i got to film for in the slave video was this like nollie tail at this hubba in dc and uh, I fucking I, – I thought I just bruised my foot, but I dislocated my little pinky toe. And oh. so then I I, I was like – I literally got the trick with it dislocated. I was like, all right, it didn't hurt that bad. I thought it was just a bruised foot. And then I got back, and like five days later, shit wasn't happening. So they fucking uh, – what's called? Then I had to get a surgery like a month later. They put a pin in my toe, so I'm just at the point now where the pin's out and they will be able to skate. But this whole time I've been injured, I've just been like eyeing out spots, like plotting, like – Writing those fucking lists and just like, yes. I just want to, I'm like, I'm just all fucking, all just want to go full gun on it, man. So yeah, man, just got to fucking get off this injury and then just keep skating, man.
2: Hell yeah. I see a pro board in your hopefully near future, man. You. Oh yeah, that me. shit just,
0: that shit yeah. just happened like hey, yeah. about oh, uh, one it, month yeah. ago.
2: Oh, what the fuck?
0: Wait, you you ain't on Insta? I'm on
2: Insta, <laughs> I didn't see that. But I just, I just read your Jenkum interview today and it was like, hadn't happened
1: yeah, no, that's, yeah that's, that's super it's, recent it's, right? it's like, really recent it though. Happened, but it's yeah. not
2: like your goal in life but okay so my bad congrats yo yeah, no no text, no I
1: back that uh, no they're, they're, it's it's such a short time frame I, sometimes I don't follow all sorts of shit either on October 5th was that Slave video premiere and they paid for uh, I, I was having trouble getting out there for a weekend so he, he helped uh, Ben helped pay, pay for a ticket for me out there and they surprised me ass on the first night out they were just having some like slave art thing and then they fucking surprised me ass at the board and this was, uh, so this was, like, yes. a month ago, Well and, deserved. Uh, fuck, yeah, yeah uh, that shit tripped me, it sh- still trips me out, seeing my name on it to the day, but, uh, it was fucking, it was really cool and humbling experience, for sure.
2: I feel like you're, like, a cult favorite kind of skater, like, favorite oh, yeah. skater's favorite skater, maybe the kids don't all know who you are, but, like, fuck, underground beast, yo.
0: Fuck the kids anyways, man. <laughs> yeah, they got true. their own skaters they
2: like, man. <laughs>
1: Dude, I think yeah. I like the underground too. I, I think I'm not like a big spotlight kind of guy of like even just having that like pro board situation where everyone's like like telling me nice things. It's like it's funny. I like I still like that like comfort of like the 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 standing out of the spotlight. So it's like it's fun to just uh uh I, I don't know what that is, but uh, it's fucking it's it's cool.
2: The East Coast guy love for you guys, usually, man. You should have your name on a board. So mm-hmm. I'm happy that happened.
1: Yeah, man, it's cool to just uh, fucking just having it done of just to uh Feels, feels real cool.
2: Might have to <clears throat> hit you up for a box, you know, just just the one, just the wallboard. Just the wallboard. Oh, not, that okay. Not, like you that. Know what I'm saying? Hey, I'll, just, I'll just...
1: trade it for baker four.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got you light. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. It's Rapid Fire with the Ghost. And this week, we brought to you by the one and only Venture Trucks. Don't sleep. Venture Trucks' new wider 6.1s with 8.75-inch axles are here in polished team editions. For anyone riding those bigger boards, you can get yours at Finer Skate Shops now. Venture Trucks, the only trucks that matter.
1: (laughs) Favorite skater? Gilbert Crockett. Favorite video? Baker 2G. Favorite video part? Jim Greco, but Baker 2G. Favorite style? Chad Muska.
2: Which skater had the biggest influence
1: on the way you skate? Probably Reynolds.
2: Most talented skateboarder on planet
1: Earth? Fuck it, I'll give it John Alley. Oh, Favorite trick? Backside 360. Hardest trick for you? That's a good one. Switch kickflip. Most illegal (laughs) trick? What was that one? Ghetto Bird. We'll throw that one in there.
2: Favorite clip you've ever gotten?
1: Uh, I love that kickflip into the fucking double bank in NC where it was raining. That was a fucking oh, good day. Yo, yo you so popped that so high. That, that spot is fun.
2: Probably the worst time to try that in the rain, too. Yeah.
1: yeah, it was the last day of a trip, I remember, where it was like, now or never. So it was like, fuck it. Sick clip. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed. I remember I witnessed this one of Ben Gilly. He grinded this. It might have, well, been a 30-stair. And <laughs> it, he fucking tried to kickflip on flat on the warm-up. And I remember he... he He just slammed on flat trying to kickflip because he just got on this van ride for like three hours and he was just like, you know what, fuck it, I don't even need to kickflip. And he just started barging onto this 30 stair rail and he literally (laughs) like was falling so hard into this bush and, and he broke the bush eventually, but then he fucking, he fucking just did it.
2: Yeah, in a Zero video, right?
1: <laughs> yep, yep. And fucking Burnett is running out of the way. And, uh, like, because it was so unexpected when he landed, just, like, he was, wasn't even ready. To, like, it shows Burnett just, like, running, like, did not get hit. But uh, that was, like, one of my favorite ones. of just like, oh, my God, this guy's a beast. Uh, and it, it was fucking fun to watch.
2: <laughs> What's the one trick that got away?
1: That ollie we were talking about earlier, man, into the interstate oh, bank. For sure. I still got my eye on that bitch.
2: Still there. What's the biggest bunt you've ever witnessed?
1: Probably the best bunt is probably me claiming to do that Ollie still. (laughs) 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 Probably going to bunt that one for a few more years now, but uh, hopefully not.
2: (laughs) What's the last new trick you learned?
1: Backside 270 lip slide.
2: Dream job after skating. I think we already know that. Yeah,
1: architect. Making skate spots.
2: Favorite local brand?
1: Venue skate shop. And Cardinal skate shop, the two skate shops in Virginia Beach and Richmond.
2: Sick. Favorite local skater?
1: Um, John Rowe
2: what's the one sponsor you regret riding for
1: I guess I'll I'll throw crew clothing under the bus <laughs> <laughs>
2: yo I still wear crew shit I just have yeah. so many of their like premium tees they're so comfortable to sleep in <laughs>
1: yeah, nothing to, yeah the brand was alright and the homies there but yeah fuck it fuck that whole experience <laughs> The... <laughs> uh, favorite teammate ever. Um, Sned four five six. I'm just gonna have to go with my boy. Sned four five six. My 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 roll dog. Any, oh, any trip. Yeah. Worst teammate ever. Uh, Greg. What was his name? Greg Myers. Oh, I fucking hated that dude.
0: He's come up a few times now. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably in the bin somewhere, man.
1: Yeah, no, no hatred. That's a strong word, but yeah, he was he was harsh to go on trips with. Uh, But uh, yeah, yeah, he was he was a lot. I did not have that much fun in the van with him. (laughs) (laughs) Worst company. Let's go with Element.
0: (laughs) Throw a dart at the board there. Yeah, that'll do. Worst trend:
1: riding Element skateboards.
0: (laughs) <laughs> no i'm just Is kidding has that, no, even no, that ever much... been a trend
1: <laughs> <laughs> no I, I don't have that much hate towards element no, that was just the first thing i thought of Worst style fuck uh he's probably a nice guy but fuck uh greg lutz oh, guy
2: <laughs> you gonna come on my boy like
0: that come on yeah, yeah I that's love nice.
1: greggy bears
0: did you just combine Colt Cannon's nickname with Greg Lutzka?
1: I'll seriously like hit a blank and some just bubble will pop in my head. <laughs> I'm so hey, man, you
0: ain't lying.
1: <laughs> Last person you want on the sesh. God, I have trouble burning burning someone. Um, nah I'll keep it lame with the cops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, my dude. It's sad like that it. this has to come to an end. It's been a great time, man. Thanks for coming inside studio E. That's up gonna wrap up our interview with pat thanks g all right homies welcome back to the post office brought to you by our good friends over at time bomb trading and this week i'm here to tell you about the star wars stance duos four pack We're talking about a fully operational Star Wars box set showcasing four of the most comfortable and stylish socks in the galaxy. Showcasing Jedi, Fett, Sith, Stormtroopers alike. This is the perfect set for every fan, regardless of whatever side of the force they fall on. All right, first up, we got an email from Jabba the Hutt. (laughs) Just playing, man. Who's up first, Ghost? You've got mail.
2: All right, first up, we got an email from Ariel Clatney. Yo, fam, we big fans of the podcast. We've been listening since day one, baby. We know how y'all love boxes down at Studio E, so we're hoping to send you a box with some massage oils and personal lubricant. (laughs) Perfect mix after a couple steamies. Our (laughs) products are all Switch Tray certified and wifey approved. Oh, shit, yo. Ariel. You trying to get our sex lives popping or what, yo? Respect, bud.
0: Yeah, address is coming, doc. All right, next up we got an email from DJ Buchanan. Hey guys, hope you had a good Christmas and the new year is going good for you all so far. My question to you guys is, how does an up and coming skater get his name out there without the use of social media? Can becoming a professional or sponsored skater still be done like it was 10 to 15 years ago without the use of social media? I feel like there are quite a bit of skaters out there that not even put out a street part or a part at all and are sponsored for just being an Instagram skater. Let me know what you guys think on this. Thank you. I'd almost like to say, yeah, it is possible to do it without social media. But at this day and age, it doesn't seem like it is Instagram and Twitter and everything is so easily accessible that any sponsor you're going to sign a deal with, that's what they're going to want from you. Real shit there's obviously
2: some examples of legends without instagram but that doesn't really qualify like i can't think of any kids these days that don't have it that are big time the classics though are jake johnson and wes kramer but they came up before
0: instagram so uh i don't know best of luck if that's what you're trying to do but i mean just look at that it's crazy to think that the only people we can think of right now are wes kramer and jake johnson Some of the oldest guys in the business have all the Instagram accounts, man, so. All right, next up, we got an email from John Metz. Hey fellas,
2: happy new year and happy season 10. Out of all the skaters we looked up to growing up, which one got husky in his later days but still rips? After the age of 30, those liquid burgers stack up the abdomen. I swear every time I eat a cinnamon roll, I grow another chin. It ain't easy. Who's the best chubby old ripper? I'm going Fred Gall.
0: Damn, he took the best one. Freddie's in shape. I feel like Freddie's always been just a husky build. Yeah, yeah I think that's just
2: natural build. <laughs> it's a great question, and uh, we're not trying to take shots. If anything, it's uh, even harder to keep shredding when you're a little chunkier. Dude, but, everyone just gets a little bigger as they get older. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm going to go with the good homie, Johnny Layton.
0: Still out here switch-traying over garbage cans and shit. Pure legend. Man, when I first thought of this name, I thought he might be a little too young for the list, but he did say 30-something in the email, right? Yeah. He's got to be 30 by now. It's Theotis Beasley, man. Just dropping the best part in the biz right now. Guy's looking fly, looking good in his new body. (laughs) 2020 is going to be a big year for Theodis, man.
2: I'm guessing he's like 27 to 29, but... You think so? He makes the cut. Man, when Baker 3 came out, we were in like, he looked like he was four years younger than us or something. I don't know. No, that's always
0: deceiving though, man. I I always thought that. Yeah, because I guess the footage does come out, like is filmed way before it comes out. All right, next up, we got an email from Zane Blackburn. Yo, what's really good, Bunt fam? It's Zane from Richmond VA. Shout out to venue, bus crew, and the king of cuffs, Gilbert Crockett. So this one's for the ghost. I'm trying to see if there's some bunt beef with a particular skater. Last season sometime I was browsing Instagram and saw a post by bunt alumni Chima Ferguson promoting his part with Robbie Brockle. I saw a comment exchange between you two and felt the homie was hella kooky and not taking a joke and talking slick. Ever since then i felt like he might be a little bit questionable and find myself almost hating on the dude. Damn. You got some The ghost army man All I'm saying is If there's a call to arms And shots need to be fired My loyalty is Bunt gang All day Anyways I've been a listener Since day one You guys are the best The only podcast That matters But That's legit man Zane He's a gangster, dog ZT gang For life man That's (laughs) us Remember that homie Asked for More uh, More
2: slang man um, yeah, I remember that. That was kind of awkward and weird at the time, but um, I think I thought about it some more because I was so confused. <laughs> basically, what happened yeah, was... you hit
0: me up, and I even I was like... I'm yeah, not even confusing. trying to
2: be dramatic or anything or be, like, gossipy, but basically what happened was um, I think Chima dropped, like, a really sick new part, and then uh, I commented on it. Damn, I snapped as a joke because everyone pretty always good. calls me, like shima and then uh he was like he said something like give it up dude yeah get over it or, or something. get over it or something and then i was like yo what the hell that's harsh like you're the homie we've interviewed him twice once in person uh but then i realized i get like that was the only time i've made that joke other than on the pod it's always someone else making the joke. but what i realized and yeah Chima was probably frustrated because I've never done this other than that one time making the joke. But anytime, like, he posts something or he's posted in something, like, a lot of people will tag me in it and be like, oh, sick new part or something on, like, his page. So, like, he'll. That is torture. He probably sees that every once in a while and is like, yo, this is annoying. And then when I did it, he probably just thought it was, like.
0: Easier to say something to you than everyone else. Yeah, but he
2: probably doesn't differentiate when it's like someone else or me probably and it's it was all started by the pod probably i don't know i just felt like he was like over it even though it was the only time i'd ever done it it was almost he probably felt like it was like i kept making that joke or something but anyways that was just a weird awkward thing and then you were also like maybe it's just aussie fucking humor and he's just being cold Cookie. and i was like you know what? it's not worth uh worrying about but no, no n- called no arms beef. yet, essentially no, 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 never No called arms Ch- Chima's a legend
0: Switch tray Fucking general uh, Got nothing but love and respect for him and his skating Shouts to Zane, man Picking up on that Hitting up the guys Seeing seeing how we doing Just making sure everyone's okay That's over bunt here Bunt gang, ZT gang <laughs> Nah, Chima's bunt gang too, man Hell yeah Alright, next up we got an email from Andreas Risby. What's good, Bump Boys? I've been listening to the show for a good minute now, and there's something I've been meaning to ask you. But first, got to get this off my chest. So the whole show rips, but one of the parts that gets me most excited is rapid-fire section. To be able to listen in while all of your favorite skaters get the rapid-fire treatment is simply such a thrill that you can't help but fantasize about one day being on the receiving end of a rapid-fire yourself. At least I couldn't. And after listening to the show for a while, I would start daydreaming about it more and more. Then one day, I was listening to the pod, and the rapid-fire intro comes on, and before I knew it, I was rapid-firing myself. (laughs) (laughs) At first, I kind of shrugged it off as a one-time thing. I mean, sure, I was a bit embarrassed, but who hasn't indulged in tooting their own horn every now and then? It was just a quick rapid-fire. Big deal, right? Slowly but surely, however, the self-rapid-fire became more frequent and prolonged, too. I would rapid-fire myself everywhere, in the shower, on the train, even at work. It got to the point where I couldn't control it anymore, and at the same time it stopped being as exciting as in the beginning. I realized the rapid-firing myself wasn't good enough anymore. I needed someone else to do it but me. But I've been way too ashamed to approach anyone about it. I even considered paying someone to do it. But I quickly realized I probably wouldn't even enjoy it if I knew that person wasn't genuinely interested in what I had to blurt out. So anyways, since you guys have rapid fire heaps of people now, and you're basically professionals, I just thought if you ever find yourself in Copenhagen, we could go out and grab a couple of beers. And who knows? Maybe it'll turn into a rapid fire. Maybe not. No pressure, you know? Jesus Christ. If we ever go to Copenhagen, we owe you a rapid fire after that email, dog. We got you. Oh, so the question I've been meaning to ask you is, what are your top three picks for worst trick names in skateboarding? Cheers, Andreas from Copenhagen. Bro, that
2: might have been the greatest email of all time. Yo. It sounds like my man is losing his mind. <laughs> just rapid-firing himself on the regs, thinking about paying someone to ask him the questions. But, yo, That just means you're a fan of the show, and we got love for you, Jay. But you're crazy. But uh, it's all good. <laughs>
0: So after some thought, I think we've come up with our top three. But We also think that there are some really good names out there that shed some light on too, man. The Hurricane. You had a good one? Ghetto Bird. Yeah, there's a lot more good than bad, but there are some bad ones. The first one I thought of was... Willie grind Yeah Willie grind You can do better than that But that trick's kind of shit anyway So <clears throat> Ben Davis deserves... is crying At his desk right now You're, Why Because his name Willie Yeah doesn't do Willie grinds It's got nothing to do with the, Like His personal Name uh, It just <laughs> This guy Backpedaling <laughs> Is that terrible
2: <laughs> Sorry Ben <clears throat> Yeah it doesn't roll off the tongue Nice Willie grind Yeah Willie grind Um What was the other ones You had dolphin flip Oh
0: dolphin flip Sorry Darrell Yeah some people call that A forward flip Which I think is a bit better Yeah Dolphin Don't like that one And then The last one we got Was sex change man Soon uh It's gonna be Far too inappropriate To be calling a skate trick Sex change I think it already is Yeah Just call that one Body burial Kickflip body burial Kickflip body burial That's it, man. That was actually tougher than I thought. When I read that email, I thought it would be easy. I don't like inward heels. just seems lazy. Like, just
2: inward. (laughs) It's like, nolly. Oh, the board is going like that way. Let's call it inward. Why isn't it like
0: nolly outward Who got to name all these? I don't know. They did a pretty good job on most of them, though. All right, that's going to wrap up the post office for this week. Keep sending them emails into buntlive at gmail.com. And maybe even a voice note if you're bored, man. But not the homie that was recording him while he was driving. Remember that lunatic? <laughs> Pull over, dog. It's that time again. The rundown. The skateboard world source for sports. An absolute huge weekend in sports. Wildcard weekend. We fucking love it. Some of the best football of the year. But before we get to the games, after every regular season ends... The coaching carousel begins. We got two new coaches in two new places. Riverboat Ron Rivera in Washington. Is he good enough to turn around the Redskins franchise? That's a tricky ask. I have no
2: clue. That franchise seems to just want to keep shooting itself in the foot. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is a step in the right direction. Wishing them luck. I like uh, Dwayne Haskins. Rough start to the year, but had some nice plays near the end. And, you know,
0: got to love seeing a a young black quarterback succeed. I think Dwayne Haskins' worst quality right now is just he's a little immature and he's going to get better at that. The scene when he's taking selfies when the game's still going on, they had to send out Case Keenum to put a knee down. Like, immaturity, but he'll grow out of that. And with a leader like Ron Rivera, he did great for the Carolina Panthers. They were a great team under his tenure. I think he'll be good for him for sure. And now the biggest one, finally, I'm not sure why it took so long to to fire Jason Garrett. The Dallas Cowboys have one of the most stacked teams in football, talent-wise. They got their man. Is this their man? I thought Cliff Kingsbury was their man. Or I thought someone else from college was their man. And then, just like that, they hire Mike McCarthy, man. Yeah, I don't know, man out with the old in with the old was, so quick too i
2: was kind of hoping they were gonna go youthful and try and find uh, their next well sean McVay is not the uh right example anymore but i guess you would say kyle shanahan in yeah. san francisco yeah or brad stevens the celtics man anyways you know what i mean just bringing in one of those young fresh minds but shit we'll see man it's gonna be interesting because mike mccarthy he's got some pride and we'll see uh
0: how him and Jerry Jones works out. Toughest job in sports, because you ain't calling no shots except on the practice field, man. (laughs) So get used to it, Mike, but I think it's a step up from Jason Garrett, and that team fought and fought under Jason Garrett, so anything can be better at this point. I just think they rushed it, man. I think they were scared to lose Mike McCarthy, potentially, to someone like the Giants or the Browns, and Jerry acts irrationally, always just made it happen real quick but like you said they might be kind of similar those two yeah old guys with it'll be interesting to see who he hires as his coordinators but mike mccarthy the coach of the dallas cowboys i
2: wish i could have just seen or heard what was going on in those like 30 meetings jarrett or garrett
0: had with uh Just begging for his job What do you mean? I know like He's probably just killing time In the first two Talking about the families Like Jerry (laughs) couldn't get down to business Jason's just like Oh the holidays You know Happy New Year's What are you guys planning? Just killing time He bought himself three more days As the coach Then like just going into The third meeting or whatever It's just like yo Fire this guy already (laughs) Shut the fuck up Jason Get these Cowboys fans Out of their misery Yeah so Cowboys fans I hope you're happy With what you got so wildcard weekend, nothing could be colder than my wild card weekend takes. <laughs> what was my final record? <clears throat> 0-4. Wait, Man. did we actually pick last week? Yeah, we picked. What? For real? I don't even remember, but... Yeah, we picked the games, and I think we, we went opposite on every game. I don't know if that's my concussion or what, but I don't remember that at all. Yeah, we did. Of but... course we picked the games. <clears throat> I went 4-0. <laughs>
2: Even though I don't remember picking, I just remember texting. We were texting. I think they
0: were obvious choices. Maybe, they may have changed over time, but the way it broke down when we were chatting all weekend was we had opposite takes on every game. Yeah. Okay. You you pitied me on the last game and said you'd ride with the Eagles for me, but you thought the Seahawks would win. And Carson Wentz went down <laughs> early, so let's start there. The Seattle Seahawks take down the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly. Man, it's tough to see Carson Wentz go down. The team was already obliterated, but I saw a funny stat that said I think it was in one of our group chats. The C, the C or uh, the Eagles had 12 guys on IR and the Seahawks had 31. Can you Holy imagine shit. that? But it was a yeah. it was a case of DK Metcalf coming out party, man. Yo, that was insane, man. That
2: that catch, fall, get back up, fucking dive, right arm stretched out. That was just some pure vintage Well, not vintage because he's a rookie But that was just some beast mode shit um, It was also great to see beast mode Yeah, that was up a in the Megatron
0: zone. performance he, he said he's going to be a lot like Calvin Johnson And last night he looked like it, man But yeah, beast mode getting some good carries Dude, his touchdown was so beat Like classic yeah. beast mode <clears throat> Stuffed and then spins
2: off him Fucking dives in but uh yeah, I actually felt bad for you that game because I was already 3 and 0 in my uh <laughs> who I was cheering for your own 3. I'm Did like, you yeah, you, fool? you know, but I we, come on, we both knew the Seahawks were going to win that even though it was a rough beginning and yeah. who knows what would have happened if Carson Wentz didn't get injured. But at this point, bro, the man's just not meant to play playoff football. he
0: got it was an illegal hit. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying what you can't say he's not. He, he played the whole season, carried a, like a terrible team. No,
2: I'm just talking about like, like,
0: fucking, he got it was an illegal like, hit. I'm just to ta- the head.
2: No, no, I don't mean like he's actually not meant to. I just mean like his luck or lack okay, thereof is insane. Like, this is three years in a row now where he finally makes
0: it the last two years. He, he carried fucking injured. Greg Ward in Boston Scott to the playoffs. Wait, did they did they even make the playoffs last year? Yeah, I think they lost. Anyways Yeah, the, Nick Foles lost in the playoffs. Yeah, right,
2: right, right. But yeah, so that's what I mean. Like Nick Foles two years in a row, then he finally gets there and gets dusted in the I think he played the second quarter.
0: Phenomenal <coughs> to year. end the season. Yeah. Threw for four thousand yards and not one okay. receiver had over five hundred. I know, I know. I'm not. But I just felt like I had to, man. With my fantasy team the way it was that went on that Winning streak I had Carson Wentz And Miles Sanders Hell of a fantasy playoffs With those two I owed it to him To stand by them, And look what happened 0-4 I'd love to see Wentz With like Some healthy receivers Who we actually know
2: Who
1: the hell Can they are Can you imagine
0: He had Deshaun Jackson And Alshon Jeffrey it Would have been great Oh, I know that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying he's so unlucky It sucks Yeah it's No I thought you just said I would like to see Wentz <clears> Yeah research. I would I yeah. would but I'm just saying uh, like, so I said He, he can't like, fucking play a playoff game With his luck It's no, fuck yeah. That. that was terrible But Shelter Russell Wilson Went into Philly and did his thing The other Saturday game Probably the one we were looking forward to most Saints and Vikings we were You both, like that We were both on opposite sides of this one i was clearly going for the saints you clearly going for the vikings and well have your time well i picked the saints to go to the super bowl but uh if you've been
2: listening to this pod you know captain kirk (laughs) Yeah, that's my guy nothing but love for his loose ass and i just loved him from fantasy year one and then as i've been watching him more and more over the years like He actually does drive me crazy. But, you know, in a playoff situation, I'm rooting for my boy. I got to stick with someone. And, uh, bro, that throw over the top to Thielen, I was
0: not expecting it. I'm so used to them being so conservative with his dusty ass. That was such a huge moment in that game. Was it Troy Aikman that was doing the play-by-play on that one? Because I remember whoever it was was like, that was the best throw of his career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that was was crazy. The way Thielen looked up and it was just... In the pocket, yeah. Kirk put him on him there, but it would would have been so sick if he like got in the end zone. But then
2: it was like the extra drama of like getting to third and goal. I'm like, oh fuck, they lost some yards. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, now it's up to Kirk again to throw this bitch. Like I, I was like, yo, they're gonna kick a field goal. I thought a field goal. Who knows what's gonna happen? But yo, just like what ended up ending my fantasy season, basically. uh, Cousins to Rudolph. Cousins to Rudolph. It was the worst play for me in fantasy and the sickest play for me so far in these it was, real playoffs. The guy
0: was so helpless covering them. Like, <clears throat> single coverage. That's like Gronkowski all day. The Gronk made a living off that. You're going to put this little... I'll just reach over him. And Kirk put it on the money. Yeah. My
2: guy! Yo, I'm sorry, Saints fans. I truly am because I'm definitely not a Saints hater. Uh, but, yeah, fuck. Three years in a row losing on walk-off
0: plays, man that's uh, a savage that's not going to be one the saints fans are going to get over quickly man another one just out of their grasp that one hurt me too man me and michael thomas go way back dog. moving over to the saturday games both huge games teams we love to watch we'll start with the buffalo bills and the houston texans josh allen had them going early on and a classic case of you can't settle for field goals all the time man they got their touchdown then kicked three straight field goals while the momentum was theirs could have put them away like andrew luck did last year but a team with the firepower like the texans if there's a will there's a way and what was it like a 13 point lead going into half i think so that's two scores man yeah it was funny because i remember it was like
2: booger and those guys doing the game And they're like, yeah, Josh Allen usually starts slow and then, like, heats up as the game goes on. But then that time they're like, oh, well, I guess he started hot. We'll see what happens. He just fucking got dustier as the game went on. That that first drive was unbelievable. The 42-yard run Mm -hmm. followed by catching that wobbly-ass pass from the homie John Brown. Yo, Smokey. Yeah, that was scary because then their defense was doing their job and I was like, yo, fuck, man, Deshaun. You need to pop something off your... Go into your Superman mode, which he did. And yeah, I mean, we we supported Bills Mafia all year. Uh, that okay. was one of those ones where it was like... I'm cheering for Watson and, and the Texans. But like if the Bills move on, I'm cheering for them going forward. So I, w- I wasn't too bummed either way. But it was good to see my boy, Deshaun,
0: pull that one out of his ass. You're cheering for the growth of Josh Allen. I think that the moment... Became bigger as the game went along And that was tougher for Josh like, yeah. The first snap, it's the first snap Of the playoffs, like it's pretty free going The Texans don't exactly have The most, or like uh, The biggest identity As a team, you don't know what To expect from them, so when you go out To start the game, they were just kind of The Bills could do whatever they want Really, and then we found out What type of game it was going to be, Texans were going to Need to come from behind, the Bills were going to have to Lean on their defense, and Fortunately, offense was over defense this time, man. You couldn't hold on, and the field goals ended up killing you. But I feel like as a fan, you are, you're really for quarterback development. You think there's like a timeline for when each guy should progress and and win games, and I guess this was the timeline for like, it was was time for Deshaun Watson to take that next step. As much as I wanted the Bills and Josh Allen to keep going, because I think they are a better team, and they just beat themselves more than anything, a loss could have really could have hurt the Texans. They would have had to fire their coach, which would have been great, but who knows what it would have done to Deshaun Watson.
2: Exactly, that's, that's my whole thing. It was the same thing with last year with the Denver Nuggets. I was like, the trailblazers have been right there for all these years. And the Nuggets, it would have been like straight to the Western Conference Finals out of nowhere. It's like win a round, then win two rounds. And there's the same thing here, Deshaun lost in round one. And this was Josh's first game in the playoffs. It's like, I'd rather see Deshaun get to the next step and Josh can build on this next year. Like, it would have been worse for the Texans franchise than the Bills. The Bills are happy to be there. Obviously, they would have liked to win, but they can stomach that loss, right?
0: The Bills are happy
2: with uh, a 10-win season. Is it 10 wins or even more?
0: Maybe it was 11. I I don't know,
2: but I I do feel bad for all those uh, Bills fans that fucking bought all the the tables and in texas created bill's mafia fucking i just want
0: bill o'brien to be fired as the head coach of the houston texans i feel like he holds them back some weak play calling that yeah he's a duster and need a real running back there man
2: fuck they're just like the sloppy seconds of the browns man
0: (laughs) i didn't even think about that they should get kareem hunt though that'd be a good fit
2: that'd be good sloppy seconds
0: yeah Last but not least What are, some are calling The end of a dynasty And a sad day here in Studio Ooh. E For half of us The Tennessee Titans went into Foxborough And took down the king of the jungle The lion <laughs> That is Tom Brady The Titans were the better team At the end of the year A better offense And I knew this would happen if it did It wasn't as much about Ryan Tannehill throwing the ball. It would be Derrick Henry, just absolutely taking over on the ground. The Titans offensive line is absolutely insane too. I feel like when you have a running back like him, you're more motivated to win that line battle. (laughs) For sure, man, just watching this guy go. Like the Houston Texans O-line ain't winning very many battles, man. I think Tannehill threw for 71 yards, man. That's what I'm saying. I was looking at the stats and I don't think A.J. Brown had a catch. That's a slow, ugly, grinded-out game,
2: which that's what the Patriots have been doing all year. And, fuck, the Titans have the better running game. They lost at their own fucking game script, man.
0: Mm -hmm. But Bill Belichick may have outcoached himself here. There were a couple chances for the Patriots to go for on fourth down. They chose to punt, obviously not trusting Tom, James White, Sonny Michelle, and co., and that was their demise but this game has a way bigger storyline is this the end of tom brady and bill belichick will they play another game together and will tom stay in new england yes to all of the above
2: man i don't think it's over i think they're gonna come back they just need better pieces man everyone well not everyone but some people are saying tom brady's done i just think if, they, if Antonio Brown didn't lose his mind and Josh Gordon didn't injure his knee or whatever shady shit was going on with that situation, mm-hmm. um, bro, remember the first like six seven games of the year? They like, started ten and zero. Yeah, but some of those games like later were like ugly, grinded out games once they lost all the receivers.
0: But like yo, the first couple of weeks they were scary to watch. Man. Oh yeah, and having Antonio Brown was icing on the cake, man. I had to unfollow A.P. He might be the wackest dude out there, man. Yeah, he's fucking shit. Moving right along. This week, the divisional playoff lineup is now set. The toughest game for you. The first game, Saturday at 4.30. The Vikings and the 49ers. This week, I'm not even picking games, man. I I don't deserve to. You know I got to
2: stick with my boy, Captain Kirk. The 49ers... We were on their bandwagon, not this year, but the year before. We were a year early, and they mm-hmm. they flopped. And I would have loved to see that Jarek McKinnon, uh, Marquise Goodwin Ooh. combo. But for some reason, I'm not loving the Niners this year, man. Something's
0: some a little strange. I'm just not a fan of any one player over there. See, my initial instinct is to immediately say, I'll take the Niners. Because going into San Francisco ain't easy. Well, the Vikings went into New Orleans, so can't put anything past them. That'll be a good game to watch. I think that's the most interesting game. Next up on Saturday, Titans and Ravens. This one pretty easy for you. Ravens
2: all day. Uh, Respect what the Titans did this year, uh, but that'll be a really fun game to watch either way. The running games on both sides are deadly. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to
0: come down to who can uh, make it pop through the air. You got you to gotta go into Baltimore, and that ain't easy to do. But they need to feature A.J. Brown, man. Get him going. You get him going, and then we might have a game. On Sunday, Texans and Chiefs, two teams you love, man. You hoping for a high-flying affair with the Chiefs just narrowly coming out on top? Yeah, exactly. You know I've been a Chiefs, man, since... Uh,
2: fucking my since first Alex year of, was there yeah since uh remember my first year fantasy you got you grabbed tyreek hill off the wire and he was on my special teams and he had that um kick return Yep. and we both got the points Six and i points. didn't know if i got the points i'm like does that count for me you're like <laughs> yeah. so then we both started screaming yeah i had cairo santos and uh there's their defense and i just fell in love then man and every year <clears throat> they've been getting better and better yeah cream hunt too didn't you yeah, remember the next year I drafted yeah. Kareem Hunt, Travis Kelsey, and Tyree Kill. Yeah. Um, yeah, Chiefs all day, man. Deshaun, congrats on your playoff win, but your run comes to an end next week.
0: Unfortunately, so. And last but not least, Seattle Seahawks and the Green Bay Packers. I can't put anything past the Seahawks, man. Sometimes they just they just will it to to happen. But Packers better team, I think. Healthier team. Aaron Rodgers at home. This will be a good game too. A nice, uh, nice Sunday night game. Yeah, eliminating Russell Wilson and the Seahawks
2: is uh, definitely hard to do. And I don't know. I don't know. This is a tough one. But <clears throat> I'm going Green Bay as well. Um, I love me some Aaron Rodgers, some Aaron Jones, and definitely Ooh. my main man Devonte Adams. Fuck, should be a barn burner. I'm so bummed the Seahawks lost Chris Carson, Rashad Penny. Yeah, that's terrible. (laughs) I hate watching Homer,
0: man. Are you kidding me? Homer's not the guy, but they're doing what they got. It's going to be pass-heavy offense. Russell Wilson's been moving his feet the last couple games, though. That helps. Getting the quarterback running, that really helps. So if all goes to plan, we will get the one wish we've been asking for, which is Chiefs and Ravens, please. God, just let us have this. Now that the Patriots are out of the way, I think we're going to get what we want. I really hope so. So we'll slide over to the NBA now. Just a quick one, because we just, we just went off on football, Doug. But the playoffs will do that to you. I love being back in playoff time, man. <laughs> but there was one thing in the NBA you wanted to talk about this week. Yeah, it was a fun week in the NBA. A couple outbursts. It's
2: always fun when... Uh, I saw a tweet from Bill Simmons that was hilarious. He said, we should call uh, re-signing a massive contract with a shitty uh, rebuilding team. And then, like, 14 months later, asking to be traded. We should call that the Carmelo Anthony. And he's like, Kevin Love is pulling the Carmelo Anthony right now. Obviously, he signed that, like, huge extension. Full well knowing this team's going nowhere fast. But I
0: also full well think he signed the extension knowing he'd be traded. Like, what... What, what does Cleveland want with him anyways? He's getting in the way. Yeah, I mean,
2: you you got to sign that. And, you know, maybe when you do sign it, you're like, oh, we could fight for like a 7-6 seed and maybe win a playoff I don't round. think he ever thought that. <laughs> if he
0: did, he's he's got work to do.
2: Yo, man, athletes on that level are all delusional because they're all the best their whole life growing up. And he's even one of the best in the NBA. So maybe he did believe it. Like uh, last season, a lot of people picked him.
0: To be like a seven, eight seed, hmm. but yeah, he lost it on the court this week, man. It was that hilarious. Poor, Kevin, poor Colin Sexton, man. What do you mean, uh,
2: Colin Sexton's such a duster? But yeah, dribbling out the clock, and then Caleb lost it. Runs up to him, like probably swore, like pass me a fucking ball, and then he like whipped it so hard to the next <laughs> homie on the wing, <laughs> but to dash up a shitty three. Um, Caleb's losing it. I think he's gonna get traded. It's one of those win-wins, man. Caleb wants to go to a contender, and they're clearly rebuilding for the foreseeable future in Cleveland. Best place for
0: Kevin Love to land? Portland?
2: Everyone's saying Portland. Um, I wouldn't mind him coming to the Raptors. Yeah, that'd be great for us. It would definitely jeopardize our defense, but we could use a sniper, man, who gets, like, fucking 12 rebounds a game. He'd be motivated, but then
0: we'd be stuck with that huge contract. If we could get Drummond... And K Love, that would be sick. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up this week's episode of The Bunt. Thank you all for tuning in. Catch you next week.